If I told you half the things I've heard about this Jabba the Hutt, you'd probably feel so good. Yeah. Hello, Blabba fans, and you are very welcome to episode 17 of Blabba the Hutt. The illustrious Jabba bids you welcome and will gladly pay you the reward of 25000 So the only thing that you can tell me is that I will find Jabba at Jabba's palace. We're coming to you here on May the 4th. Happy Star Wars Day. Your lovely hosts, me, Kate, and Gary, all the way from Ireland. How's it going? Hello, everybody. It is so good to be back, Kate, and it is so good to be talking with you. It has been way too long. Yeah, it's it's been a minute, huh? <laughs> Well, life has been pretty crazy for both of us, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, that's putting it mildly. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> it's been a whirlwind, but hopefully, I know we say this every time, but I think this time maybe we're going to be starting a little more regularly and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, so. I mean, everything that was sort of getting in our way has pretty much been sorted I'm, I'm touching wood just in case anything else comes out of the blue and rears its <laughs> ugly head but i mean yeah everything that was sort of in our way has hopefully cleared now so we can return to our regularly scheduled programming we hope yes that is the hope so a new hope if you will <laughs> i see what you did there anyway so happy star wars day happy star wars day to you too How have you been celebrating? Well, this week is an enormous week because um, as part of the festivities in Ireland, as part of my role with the 501st Legion Ireland Garrison, we have actually joined together with Falcha Ireland and another number of organisations to put on a virtual May the 4th festival here in Ireland. So that is essentially running from Saturday the 1st of May to the 4th of May, so Star Wars Day. There you go. Beautiful. And under other circumstances, I would have loved to be in Ireland again for a Star Wars festival, but who knows, maybe someday down the road. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, this festival we usually hold in person each year down in County Kerry, down in a place called Port McGee, so essentially Mm -hmm. where you would take the boat out to visit the Skellix. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. with all that is going on, we are hosting it uh, virtually this year over right. over a four-day period. Which, I mean, that, that definitely has its benefits. It does, yeah. Obviously, with, you know, restrictions and guidelines and things like that, we, we're doing the best we can. But, you know, a really good festival has been put together and the early reaction has been very very positive so we're just hoping that you know we we get out of what we want and that it it holds us over until next year yeah exactly so we're hopeful that you know i mean obviously anything can still happen with coronavirus but it looks like things might be starting to open up in the states at least a little bit yeah, it's it's quite a different story in the States over there. Um, your vaccination program is obviously on a, a much bigger scale and is much more yeah. advanced than our own. 
but uh, restrictions mm-hmm. for us are gradually starting to to ease. I think it's the tenth of May, roughly, is next up for ourselves. So we just need to oh, nice. essentially wait and see what what happens and how that goes. Yeah, exactly. I, like I have been starting to see some cons popping up, like hopefully in person cons mm-hmm. starting later this year. So I'm like really excited to get back to doing that kind of thing. Yeah, well, I mean, th- that seems to be what everybody is missing, isn't it? It's that amount of normality or just being able to get into a, a routine. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, starting next week, well, actually, just in a couple of days by the time this airs, I'll be fully vaccinated, as they say. <laughs> Fantastic. So, I don't know. I'm going to have to do something to celebrate. Something Star Warsy? I don't know. I'm. I was hoping some of the theaters and stuff would be playing Star Wars. Some of them have, have been playing older movies, but I haven't noticed any. Hopefully, something will come up. Yeah, well, I'll keep my eye open. Oh yeah. Otherwise, I'll probably just go and kind of explore some nerdy places or something like that. <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with that. So, I guess um, we weren't planning on doing anything super long, but just a little update and maybe, you know, like our, what we've been doing in Star Wars the last couple months. So, what other things have you been up to? Well, I mean, the the festival has obviously played an enormous um, part in that, you know, getting Mm -hmm. things organized and organizing content and planning things out with the the help of everybody who's involved. Yeah, you've been busy. Yeah, we have been quite busy. Essentially, there hasn't been too much going on Star Wars-wise because one of the reasons we were so delayed from starting everything up was just that before Christmas, I was actually moving house. So Mm -hmm. with the COVID-19 restrictions and things like that, that took an awful long time to get set up. And once we actually moved in, then it turned out that the equipment for the the new studio was constantly delayed and delayed and delayed. So everything in the last sort of maybe three to four weeks started arriving sporadically. So I was able to get a very rough draft of the the studio kind of set up and in a condition where I can actually record reasonably comfortably. And there's still little bits and pieces to sort out. But apart from that, it was just more getting the setup and getting everything ready to go. I mean, we had so much plan, Kate, and life got in the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got quite the fancy setup there. Yeah, well, that was sort of always the plan was if with moving house, if I had a, a bit more space that I would set up a, a home office style mm-hmm. setup with the addition of a studio for the simple reason that with all that was going on, when I when I was going to start a new job, that if I ended up having to work from home, I would mm-hmm. have a, a setup that would serve a dual purpose in that I could work and we could, you know, record episodes. But um, thankfully, that's that's the way it is now. And sort of used the, some of the interviews for the festival as sort of a testing ground. And it worked pretty well. Little niggles to the fix, as as mm-hmm. is always the case when you set up. 
you know new tech but um mm-hmm. yeah it's it's been good and hopefully we'll we'll work out the kinks as we go along and mm-hmm. once we start returning then to our regular programming we we should be in business there you go do you want to talk a little more about some of those interviews yeah so we've sort of been lucky enough that uh, as part of my role with the 501st legion ireland garrison i am one of the pr officers and I'm lucky to have the capacity where I actually have the setup to be able to do interviews. So, but yes, yeah, so in terms of the festival, if you want to check out www.maythefourthbewithyoufestival.com, that's fort as in 4th, you'll be able to see the setup that we have and some of the interviews that we were able to do and our good selves obviously being involved with hosting a, a little panel on one of the days which which was exciting and thank you to the guys at the 504s for actually allowing us to be involved in in some shape or form but yet some of the interviews that we were able to do so we ran lots of uh competitions we had music fan films giveaways cosplay competitions things of that nature and some of the online events that we were running in terms of interviews where we had a interview with Andrea Wickman Miller, who was an original Jawa from A New Hope. We also were blessed to have Julie Dolan come on and have a chat with us, our, our Princess Leia. Yay. Which was great. Um, we were also very lucky to have uh, Alan Austin, who was one of the stormtroopers from Empire Strikes Back, who was in the very famous Carbonite scene. Very cool. And... From there, then, we had an interview with the one and only Paul Shipper. There you go. That's talent. For me, um, what have I been doing? I finally got around to getting into the High Republic. Oh, yes. So um, I I had a lot of opportunities, like with driving and stuff, where I could listen to the audiobook. Mm-hmm. Um, so Light of the Jedi, was it? Uh, is that the Claudia Gray one? No, that's the Charles Solden. So you, you've moved on to the next one. That's fine. Well, I actually started my, my entry point was the Claudia Gray. I think was that Into the Darkness? Yes. Okay. So you didn't, you didn't read Light of the Jedi first. Yeah. I didn't go in order. Oh, okay. (laughs) I wanted to start. I don't know. I just wanted to start with Claudia Gray. Okay. So you might be. Yeah, I, I won't I won't say too much on that. But I ha- I did start on that the other one though, after yeah. I finished it. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know, it just felt like it was hard for me to to kind of get into a whole new thing like that. But once I did, that's kind of why I wanted to start with Claudia Gray because I like her so much. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I like those characters. Um. So yeah, I just started. Um. Light Light of the Jedi. That's this Charles Soule one, right? Yes, it is indeed. And I think my sort of overwhelming reaction to High Republic without getting too spoilery, obviously, because I've tried to keep spoilers at a a minimum (laughs) when discussing the High Republic here with the festival going on and that some people haven't actually gotten into the High Republic yet. But it's been a very promising start. Mm -hmm. I would say so. And when you're building something new like this, it will take a lot of time to find its feet and you know i suppose to gain a, 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 a an audience similar to what the previous novels would would have seen 
but it's been overwhelmingly positive and this is a project where the talent on show is essentially the best we have mm-hmm. yeah for sure and i'm so, sure we will discuss this further in a future episode right oh we will absolutely without remaining um, episodes i'm sure multiple oh, oh we <laughs> We certainly will, without a doubt, and we will have a, a larger talk about the High Republic books. And yeah. also, we need to catch up on our Thrawn talk. We haven't talked Thrawn for a <laughs> while. I know. There's a new book that just came out too, right? There was indeed. And a huge shout out to the folks at Delray UK once again for hooking us up. Yes, I, I believe I might be. When was the last one out? Because I might be behind on that. So which one are you on f- talking for Chaos Rising or th- the next one? Um, I don't even know. <laughs> we, we'll get Kate caught up on Thrawn, we'll folks. Don't worry about that. It. Yeah. But you, you've got quite the collection there that you got a nice response from Delray the other day. Yeah, most certainly did. Um, and that will be added to in later in on in the year, I think in August when the new collector's edition of book two comes out. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, more, th- more, more Thrawn is always is you always like, good. You like the blue guy, don't you? I most certainly do. Sure. I, I wrote a college paper on the blue guy, so that's why I'm sort of <laughs> intrigued by him. But I mean, th- there's no other character like him. Yeah true that which which i think is the draw he is such a unique um individual but yeah i think it's um i think it's showcasing once again kate that the literature is the strongest area of this fandom and has been for quite a long time mm-hmm. yeah especially now i mean obviously we have like the new well there's mandalorian which is not on it currently but and then there's bad batch but i mean in terms of you know disney plus is still sort of finding its feet whereas with the literature it has been solid for a number of years no movies like for quite a while on the horizon aside from some of the rumor stuff that we talked about in our in our panel for the the may the fourth festival but Mm -hmm. there's nothing really solid in terms of concrete really apart from from taika yeah you know that oh, we know by mm-hmm. the way um are those interviews going to be available like post festival yes they most certainly are they will be up on the website and we will be continuing the content so you will be able Excellent. to watch the interviews you okay. will be able to log on join the forums and talk with like-minded people but also i think we're at over a hundred star wars fan films wow that's that a we lot have Yes, that we have features, so you can just go online, go to the the film section, and just hit play. That that's it. Nothing nothing more to it than that. We'll definitely have to link up to that. Oh yeah, for for sure. But yeah, we had some some really good some really good content, and you know, for a, a small festival in Ireland, it was it was incredibly nice to have people give up their their time. And a good friend of the podcast, Kate. Nick Brokenshire and the guys from Blues Harvest and also our good buddy Dart Elvis, they were kind enough to provide some musical content for the festival as well, which was nice. incredible. And for those who are unaware, Nick from Blues Harvest is actually 
involved with uh, Star Wars comics in that he is involved with the Star Wars adventures and the, the High Republic comics. Wow. So he was kind enough to do a live drawing for us, which was incredible. Very awesome. It was, you know, it's it's what the community is all about, that we have these people who are mm-hmm. kind enough to give up their time to a festival where it's it's all volunteer run and it's all for the sake of providing something for people in the in these mm-hmm. times and showcasing yeah. Star Wars and its its links to Ireland and, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, especially in the over the past year that we've all had, it's nice to have something to kind of distract us. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly it. And you know, when you look at it from the perspective of this is normally held in person and people come to the festival from all over the world, the the fact that we have people who are kind enough to give up their time to to come and support us w- with the online events it's it just shows what the, what this fandom is all about at its heart trying to think of anything else i've been trying to speaking of distractions oh yes <laughs> i've been trying or like if i see cute little star wars things on etsy i've gotten a few from a couple different places so like stickers and jewelry and that kind of stuff are any of them droid related um the stickers were oh what a surprise (laughs) come on fill us in details what droidy Um, stuff did you get now oh it was like um i think it was like 10 of them like they're out they're in little hearts it's like just a different droid in each heart Mm -hmm. very very kate centric Oh yes, absolutely. Um, I haven't really figured out what to do with them yet. Might put them on a notebook or something like that. You can't really go and have a look for your little mini porches that you usually do, can you? Is there anywhere really open, you know, where you usually let me know that you've uh, you've made some sneaky little purchases, some little knickknacks? There, I haven't really gotten anything late, super lately. One thing I do want to get is. The new the Skywalker book that just came out. Oh, I forget the actual title. Is that Kristen's one? Yeah. Do you have that one yet? No, not yet. I don't. I don't think it's been released over here just yet. Gotcha. I'm kind of waiting till the next time I go to Target because I think there's an exclusive on it for Target. Oh, for a family at war. Yes, that's it. Interesting. Oh, that reminds me, speaking of Target. Oh, yes. (laughs) I did get a Black Series Jar Jar Binks for half price. Oh, wow. Nice. So that made me pretty happy. (laughs) Um, Are you going to utilize him on your social media platform? (laughs) The toy, you mean? Oh, yes. You mean, like, for my new profile pic? Yes. (laughs) I should, huh? You, you, you certainly should and could. I should do like a whole photo shoot. Why not? Why not, indeed? Oh, and then I, I don't know what his name is, but another. It was a while back. I got a little black series droid, the one with the teeth. From. I think he's, I think he's from Galaxy's Edge. It looks like he's got like little teeth sticking out. Like on the, I'll post a picture. Yeah, post a picture. A, and we I can... don't, 
we can fill you in. I took him out of the box. Is probably a is that R five unit? I'm looking at it right now. Oh, uh, R five PA. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Good work. Yeah, he was a member of the Onaka gang. That's the one. Yeah, and he's got the little looks like little teeth. That's why mm-hmm. he's so cute. Yeah, see, he it's he's from a smuggler's run. Anybody who has been to the theme parks will be most familiar with him from that. Yeah, exactly. Excellent. Yes, that's Target is great because if you wait long enough, it, that stuff usually goes on clearance. Oh, I love Target. Oh, I love Target. Oh yeah. It's um, it's it's sort of been a slow run, hasn't it, in terms of you know, real heavy merch from the, the Star Wars side of things. Yeah, that's true. I've, se- I've seen a few people get the uh, the Black Series Mandalorian helmet that started touching down. Ooh, nice. The likes of Gentle Giant and Slideshow, Sideshow are, are putting out some good stuff at the moment. So I'd imagine once this side of things calms down, we'll start seeing more and more drop. Probably more Baby Yoda stuff. Probably, but I, I would imagine the Bad Batch is probably going to be the big one. Oh, that's true. I'm so tempted costume-wise. Who are you going to do for that? Uh, Who would I, you do? I, I, I love crosshair. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm I'm debating that, but um, yeah, there's... there's every, I think everybody is really waiting now for the Bad Batch whip. One less than one week to go, essentially. Well, by the time this airs, it will be airing, I think. Yeah. Or when does it air there? I think it's being released. World. I think it's worldwide on the fourth. Okay. Yeah. Cool. The reaction for it online has been sort of overwhelmingly positive, which is nice. That is good. I've seen sort of some comments saying it's it's an unnecessary side of telling the the story, but. I've no doubt it'll it'll be an interesting perspective. They always seem to do a really good job with the animation. And a young Fennec Shand as well. Yes. <laughs> Very interesting for sure. The only thing is, people, please be aware of spoilers. A ser- mm-hmm. Packaging for a certain figure kind of gave one of the, the major plot points away. So please be careful with what you're what yes. you're seeing online. And- and if you haven't watched it yet, tread the internet carefully that day and Extremely the few days after. carefully, yeah, 100%. I mean, it's ridiculous, especially like with, with the Marvel shows that were out too. Like they just, people don't even care. They just spoil stuff. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think for Disney Plus, I don't see why a worldwide release date just wouldn't be the... Yeah, the way to go. Everyone gets to see it kind of at the same time on the same day. I just mm-hmm. even with the time differences, you know what I mean? If it's released at a a time that either syncs up where early in the morning or, or late at night, I know it's not possible for everything, but just some semblance of avoiding spoilers mm-hmm. would be nice. And we'll no doubt have to have a, an episode on the, the Bad Batch. Yes, I'm planning I'm a binge, for that. I'm planning a binge watch, so. So you're not going to watch them as they come out? Yeah. With the, oh, oh, you mean the ones that were out already? Yes. With Clone Wars? Yeah, I'm, I'm gotcha. planning a binge watch to catch up on everything. That's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. 
Very good. So yeah, there's lots of cool stuff on the Star Wars horizon. And hopefully lots of stuff on the Blabber horizon well once we get things fully up and <laughs> yes. running. Hopefully those things kind of intertwine. They no doubt will. We have the capabilities now to actually record, so it'll mm-hmm. be nice to, to catch up on some people and maybe looking into doing some live social media stuff at, at some point now with the capability I've got here and thinking at some point maybe we might do something like a, a Facebook live stream or I've I've had people say to me we should look into maybe doing some YouTube interviews and content so mm. that's something that we could potentially do further down the line. There you go. If pe- If people are interested in that we can definitely look at it and explore that possibility now that we have the capability to do it. Yeah. It it seems like from everything I can see that there is a need for that like with um on with Irish geek culture, you know what I mean? Mhm. So I think that would be good. Yeah, I I think it would be cool for us to do and we, we had talked previously about some very very early ideas i know that but i think we could execute it pretty well maybe it's it's worth looking into or if if people at home have some suggestions we we would be more than happy to hear them there you go send away people oh yeah (laughs) well we've talked for about a half hour do you have anything else to throw in there before we say goodbye uh just for me personally, I just need to say an enormous thank you to the Five of Force Legion Ireland Garrison for allowing me to host a, a blabba panel there. Mm-hmm. You know, with this festival I am in my role as a member of the of the Five of Force, but it was just nice that they were allowing us to to host a panel since we didn't get to do it at Dublin Comic Con. So an yeah. enormous thank you to them. Um we just need to say thank you as well to some friends of the podcast, you know, for taking the time to help out at the at the festival as well. In particular, you know, we had so many people who were so kind and so generous with their time. You know, we had Wayne Talbot from Rogue Comics Ireland, who's all, the guys are always great supporters of us. Um, we had then Andrea Wickman Miller and Julie Dolan again coming on the guys from Blues Harvest and Dart Elvis and then Nick Brokenshaw coming on to do a, a talk with us and Nick was kind enough to draw something as well. I'm not going to reveal what it was, but if people go along and watch the interview, <laughs> it, it will blow you away. Talking with Paul Shipper was a huge one. I mean, to have Paul take the time out to actually come and talk to us was was just mind-blowing. It's it's not very often you get somebody who's so close to, to Drew Struzan to come on and have a chat and also to the amazing uh marcia parkins who was kind enough to actually do a a drawing interview for us as well very cool so just it's it it really warms the heart you know and it really does say everything about about this fandom and the the people involved with it that when things are tough and you always need a little bit of hope it, it does come your way yes we keep coming back to hope. <laughs> Any closing thoughts from the Queen of Droids? I mean, I just, I'm feeling optimistic 
cautiously optimistic. Mm-hmm. In the words of Lor Santeca, this will begin to make things right. Excellent choice, my friend. <laughs> Excellent choice. Yes. But anyways, it's it's been very nice chatting. It's always good to catch up with you. It, it's been too long and we really do need to try and set the wheels in motion to get more regular schedule programming back on the cards. Yes. Awesome. So do you have any parting words? Just say to everybody, may the fourth be with you all and please stay safe. 